I'm here to show you what the best practices are to change your life and to become more successful in everything you do. This is episode 36, Knowing God. Hi everybody, Rev Fred here. Nice to see you again. Okay, so people who have been asking me uh, more about being still and knowing he is God and my method in which I use to be in that place with God and get that one-on-one -on -one time with him. I think it's probably one of the most critical aspects of your relationship as a believer. Because, you know, it's, it's multiple times in different areas and different ways it says in the word that stuff like, he needs to know you. He needs to have a relationship with you. He needs to, and it's not just that you know who he is. He needs to know you. And when he says know you, he needs intimately, you know, an intimate knowledge. And when you're intimate with somebody, it's not about necessarily having conversation all the time. It's about being still with one another. It's laying together and just being quiet and just being in somebody's presence and enjoying that time, enjoying that I'm with you, you're with me. We don't need to say anything. We don't need to do anything. We're just laying here together, holding each other and having that wonderful, wonderful moment of intimacy. You know, it's interesting, the word intimacy, you know, into me, see, intimacy. And so the idea of intimacy is to really get to know a person really deeply past all their uh, knowledge and understanding and wisdom even is to go right into the who the person is. What is their core like? And that's exactly what happens when I spend time being still and knowing he is God. I get into that place of intimacy with God. And I think it's so critical because, you know, the Bible says, you cast out demons in my name, you heal the sick in my name, but I do not know you. Depart from me. Wow. God is saying that to somebody. That you could literally heal people because of your faith. You could literally set demons, cast demons out. You could do that with your faith. But he doesn't know you. And if he doesn't know you, and you don't know him in that intimate way, is really anything more important other than salvation itself in order to gain access to the heavenly realms and to be with God forever? Is anything more important than that? I, I, I can't think of anything more important than that. We could change everything about this physical body. We could change the way we think about how we eat and how we think and how we speak, everything. But if we don't have that intimacy with God, I think we're walking down a really dangerous path. A really dangerous path. You know, the Bible says that he created us for fellowship with him. That's why we're here. That's why he created us. That's why he gave us free will. He didn't give us free will because, oh, well, whatever. He gave us free will because he wanted to have us choose intimacy with him and not be forced into it. So 
that explains why I believe it's so critical in our walk as believers to have that intimacy, to have that one-on-one -on -one time with God. Be still and know that he is God. Now, the more you practice this, the better you get. It's to a point now where I can just close my eyes anywhere at any time and I can feel God's presence and I can be in that place of being still and knowing he is God. Pretty much anywhere. If I'm at a stop sign, I could, or a red light, you know, I close my eyes for a second or two and I can feel God's presence and I can just fellowship with him for seconds. And then wake my, my eyes open and off I'm going again. It is very refreshing, actually. <laughs> it's very refreshing. It kind of like resets your thoughts and resets your emotions and resets uh, all this stuff. It just kind of puts you back in that spiritual place again instead of that physical place, which we get tends to pull back into so much in our life. Okay, so if you... It's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. If you've never done this before, it's going to be difficult. Uh, you know, New Age or the world or everybody else who would talk about something like this, something similar is probably what they would say meditation is. But it's not the same. But it's very, very similar. I think they they can get a similar experience with it. But they don't have the, the type of intimacy that you, you get out of it. Even though... They might feel like they're getting an intimate relationship with uh, universe or whatever it is. They don't even know who they're talking to. They're not, they don't realize they're talking to God. They're inti being intimate with God, you know, the creator of all things, including the universe. So instead of worshiping a created thing, how about you worship the actual creator? That's how I look at it. So anyways, so what you do is you, at the beginning, this is how I did it. This is how I started off because it was easier for me. Now I don't need all the other stuff in order to get me there. But at the beginning is what I did because I needed to shut out the world. So I went to a quiet, dark place where there's no noise, no other stuff, no things happening that could cause problems. And so then I'd go to that place and I would... Uh, close my eyes and I put in headphones and I listen to some I like to worship music so I use worship music worship music but nothing with words no lyrics only instrumental music because you don't want to be distracted by uh, singing even worshiping this is this kind of worship is a different type of worship this is a worship of intimacy this is a worship of uh, will, uh, will, goodwill offer. You're taking your will and you're suppressing your will. You're suppressing everything in order to just focus on one thing. And that is nothing. You focus on nothing. You get lost in the moment. So I use the headphones to block out all sound. I close my eyes, try to be in a dark place, try to get as comfortable as possible in a place situation where I can have my arm resting somewhere my head is resting on something. Maybe I have a little blanket over me to keep me nice and toasty warm. And my feet are up. I'm in a situation, a position that I could sit here for an hour, two hours, three hours, not have to move in order to and enjoy that moment. So you're not going to have to readjust yourself and move things around and stuff like that. 
So then when you get into that place and you know you're comfortable, you know you're ready, you know everything's on, you got music on, your eyes are closed, just start to, that's what I do, okay? So what I do is I say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. I do it three times because one for the Son, one for the Father, one for the Holy Ghost. And so then I will take my focus and I would, for me, this is what I do. I envision in my head Jesus sitting on a throne in heaven. And then I'm looking at him and I'm thanking him and I'm giving him uh, praise and worship just to say, thank you, Lord, for what you did for us on the cross. Thank you for what you did. You took away the sin of our, you know, and I would just go into that little bit of time for prayer to Jesus specifically. Then I would have my focus go inward directly wherever you feel, but it's, it's inward. And so when I go inward, I thanking the Holy Spirit for residing in me, for being here with me, for being my counselor, for being my uh, intersection for uh, the spiritual world and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe even saying sorry that you had to endure my uh, <laughs> imperfect nature. But thank you for being there with me. Thank you for being there with me. And then when that's finished, I do that. And I don't do it long, maybe less than a minute, maybe a minute. Depends. If you feel like you want to do it a little longer, that's fine. Depends on how much time you have for doing this practice. And then the last one, it's always the last one, is that I open up my focus and I focus on everything and nothing. I know it sounds crazy, but I just envision kind of the whole universe in my head. I think of everything, everything, everywhere, all the time. And then, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm actually seeing the stars and the planets. I'm not. But I'm just, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, the whole universe, everything's there. And I just open up my thoughts. And I focus on that. And I think about God, the Father, the Creator, the thing that's in everything. Nothing exists without a part of God in it. Nothing. The space and time, space is, is God's creation. Time is God's creation. Earth, space, planets, suns, oxygen, water, everything. You know, so I think about God the Father and I thank Him for all the creation that He did. The fact that He created His Son and sent His Son to die on the cross for our salvation. And so I thank Him for those things. And when I finish thanking Him for those things, I keep my focus on that wider thing. I keep my focus on something much bigger than anything I can ever imagine. Now, at the beginning, my focus wasn't that big. It was, uh, I focused on uh, my house. And then I would imagine the region I live in. And I imagine the, uh, the city that I live in. And I imagine the uh, country. And then I imagine the planet. And then I imagine the solar system. So I was bringing my focus outwards. You know, and then... I couldn't imagine much bigger than that. So I just, at that point, I would just like, okay. And then I would just have my focus on something big like that. You know, the idea is to have your, your, find, your mind to be focused on something outside of everything. And just to get a perspective that you are really small and God is really big. And just have that focus. It's something really big. And just focus on that. No. After you focus on that, you get it and it's in your mind and you focus on it. And then what you try to do is then try to think about nothing at all. And then just be still. And the knowing is the intimacy, is the laying on his chest, 
is uh, laying there and enjoying his presence because you feel his presence. When I got to those places, when I would do that, I'd feel this overwhelming love and joy and peace. And it was just, it, it is still it's a fantastic feeling. It's wonderful. It's like uh, this glorious, the best feeling you'll ever have. <laughs> That's for me. But it took me time to get there, but it will take you time to get there. So you focus on that. And, you just, and then when your focus goes away, don't try to pull it back to that. Let it go. Let it focus, focus on nothing at all. And then just, if you feel like you need to focus on something because you get distracted, sometimes we get distracted. Sometimes all of a sudden you get pulled off and you start thinking about, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to do this. Your mind is going to do that. Your flesh does not want you to do this at all because with this will come change with this this it starts to get put in dominion this starts to be told what to do and not being running the ship anymore and that's the problem it runs the ship your emotions run the ship your hunger runs the ship your feeling everything runs the ship and you don't want it to you want your spirit to run the ship you want to take dominion over this and your environment and your way you think and the way you feel all that kind of stuff this is how you do that. You tell your body, you tell your thoughts, you tell your emotions, shut up. This is time with God. That's it. And then you be quiet and you just, you have, you have to practice it. it. Took me years to get it done properly, like to the point where now I can do it easily. But it took me a long time to get to the point where, but every time you do it and something pops up, you know, Everything that God does has multi-purpose for it, right? So being still and knowing he is God is a fantastic thing for intimacy with him and you, which is a great thing because we need that. The Bible says if we, without that, he won't even acknowledge our existence. So we need that. So, but in doing it, you learn what it is you struggle with. So you're in this place, you're getting chill, you're being quiet, you're, you're trying to get out of that situation. And so what happens, all of a sudden, oh, I got to pay this bill. Okay. Okay, shut up. Shut up, however you're paying attention. Uh, I feel stupid. This is, you know, oh, shut up. You're paying attention. Now, afterwards, you get out of that situation, you go, I really have a problem with money. I'm really worried about my bills getting paid. It's like, okay, what is that from? Why, why do I, why am I worried about that? And why did I call myself stupid? You know, I don't, I'm not stupid. So in that moment, when you're trying to do that thing, these thoughts are going to come in and then you get the, you get the option to say, now shut up. Let's go back to it. Every time you have the opportunity to say, shut up and go back to it. That's a victory. If you were blessed enough to be one of those people who could just do this for the first time and just, whew, you're just in it and, and you're going through it, praise God. But most people, almost everybody, will not be able to just dive into it and just be, that's it. You're going to go through this mental battle. You're going to go through this thing where, you know, stuff's trying to come in. Your body is going to tell you, I'm hungry. Your body's going to say, I need to go for a pee. You tell it, shut up. You're not going for a pee right now. We're spending time with God, being still and knowing he is God. Shut up and sit down. You don't need to pee now. You just want me to get out of this situation. 
Don't do it. You don't have, you're not sad. You're not, shut up. It's going to, it's going to do it. It's going to try anything it possibly can to get you to get up out of that situation and focus on something else other than not focusing on it because it doesn't want to lose control. But you need to let it lose control. You need to put it in its place and tell it, shut up, sit down. We're spending time with God. I don't care what you say. And then eventually, now I'm not saying your body is the enemy, but even Satan himself, the Bible says, you resist the enemy, he will flee. You resist the will of this flesh, it will stop. It will stop. Once it realizes you're taking control and it's no longer in control, it'll be like a hound of dogs. And as soon as one top dog takes control and puts his foot down, everybody says, okay, you're the boss, and they follow. Your spirit is the boss. This has to follow. So this process does that for you. But at the same time, it gets you that intimacy with God that you just don't get from regular prayer, even some with regular worship. Worship is fantastic. I love worship, and I feel the presence of God really powerful in worship. But it's a different kind of presence of God. It is a, a much different... This, Intimacy, this being still and knowing you as God is just really, really quiet and soft. And it's like you're hugging one another. It's just it's beautiful. It's so intimate. <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it. So, And it's critical for any relationship. Any relationship. So... That's it. I think that's pretty much, so that's the process. And at first you're going to have a hard time and you're going to, your mind, but endure, fight through it. It's important. It's not just important. It's critical. It's critical. Now you could have a relationship with God and he know you and you know him, you know, but let's just say you have a friend, you know, that friend, you spend time with that friend. You, that friend tends spend time with you. You know each other really well. And that's a good relationship. And God could have that kind of relationship with you. But is it an intimate relationship? No, not all friends are intimate relationships. So some friends are just friends and you love them. And you can give them a hug even. And you'll spend time with them. You can even spend quiet time with them just sitting there. And, and you, but you're not going to necessarily be cuddling with them and... Uh, really getting that real deep intimacy, you know, but that's the kind of relationship you need to have with God. It's best to have with God. I'm not saying you, if you did, if you haven't had it, or you know people who haven't had that kind of intimate relationship, but they had a good friend relationship with God, doesn't mean they don't know him and he doesn't know them. Was he intimate, intimate with them? Maybe, maybe not, but I don't want to take any chances. And what I get out of this time with God is so critical for my everything that I'm doing in this podcast. Being still and knowing he is God has gotten me to the place of understanding how to take dominion over what comes out of my mouth, how to take dominion what goes in my mouth, how to take dominion over my thoughts, how to take dominion over... I use uh, being still and knowing he is God every day that I do a podcast because I sit 
and I be still, and I know what he's got. And I say, what should I talk about? When I preach on Sunday, that's how I get my messages. Lord, what do you want me to talk about on Sunday? This is what I do. I be still. I know that he is God, and I ask for his wisdom. It's not, it's not just important that you read this, but it is important that you read this. It's important that you read this. It's in, really. But it's one thing for you to read something. It's another thing for you to have a meal out of it and consume it, to meditate on it, to really dig into it and go, Lord, what does this mean to you for me? I know what the words say, but there's a deeper meaning in here. There's a multiple meanings for this one scripture that I know that you have a deeper understanding that I need right now for my life. What is it for me? That's a deeper relationship with the word than just to read it. It's asking for wisdom and it's asking for understanding. It's a deeper relationship, which is critical also for understanding what's in here. There you go. I think that's pretty good. Okay. I love you. I really hope, I really pray, I really hope and pray that you do this. Not just for you, but yes, for you. But you know, even more for, no, not me, for God. I think it makes them so happy. I remember when I first started doing this a long time ago. And one time in prayer, God said to me, very few of my people do this with me. Teach them how to do it. I want more intimacy with more of my people. They come to see me. They talk to me. They worship me. But I want a relationship. I want intimacy. I want I want to cuddle with my kids. Made me cry when he told me. God wants to cuddle with you. He wants to take all those issues of life and just let them melt away because you are with him. The safest place you'll ever be is in God's presence. That's why heaven is such a glorious place. All it is is God's presence all the time. You don't need to go into this place of being still and knowing he is God. You live in that all the time. That's why there's unlimited wisdom, unlimited information, unlimited everything. Because in God's presence, everything is available. Time will slip by. I'm telling you, when I first started doing it, I would sometimes sit there for three hours and just get lost. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't know where my body was. I didn't know where my mind was. I didn't know anything. All I, I'd start getting visions. I'd start seeing. I actually had a, a whole series of visions that I was having where I would go and I would spend time with Jesus on these floating islands in the sky 
And all I would do is I would go onto these islands and I would sit there and I would lean back and I'd lay in his lap and I'd be looking up at his face and we'd be talking. He'd be, we would just be talking about all kinds of things and we'd be laughing and joking and, and uh, it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time with God. I learned so much about my walk at that time. Anyways, I still learn so much. I still feel so much presence with God. <sighs> Please do this. You need it. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. You were designed and created for fellowship with God. Okay, I love you. I love you so, so much. I really do. Thank you, Lord. Bless them. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, bless them, bless them. Lord, if there is any kind of an anointing that I have within me about this specific subject, anybody watching this or listening to this, Lord, give them that revelation themselves. Give them that anointing themselves. Give them that ability to spend time with you in that deep and intimate place. In Jesus, my